Gregoire and Dan Beeston are smart enough to know better. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I'll bet you're expecting episode 69. It is, disappointingly enough, not here yet. But we didn't want you to go empty-handed, so we've put together a special episode 68.5. Now, why is episode 69 not ready yet? Well, quite frankly, Greg and I are as busy as Buckley's. Greg is neck deep in his university assignments so that he can become an astro-scientist person. And me, I have been playing music out at gigs like four nights a week. We're both going absolutely crazy with the workload, but we did manage to squeeze in an interview with Rob Lloyd, the host of the Doctor Who science show. So, without any further ado, sit back and listen to the dulcet and sexy tones of Rob Lloyd. Welcome to the podcast, Rob Lloyd. It's a pleasure to be here, guys. Thank you so much for making time to fit me into your busy schedule. Rob, what are your credentials? Uh, yes, my credentials are I am currently doing a show called The Science of Doctor Who, which ah. is me touring around Australia with three scientists, and we talk about scientific theories in Doctor Who and whether it's scientifically possible or not. And the answer is? You'll have to come see the show. Oh, he's oh. good. Oh, he's good. I thought I had Just him there for a moment. leave him hanging. That's called sale. That's a, a sizzle. <laughs> sizzle right there. I've had marketing meetings and I've, I've been beaten into submission. So have you, have you been, do you have a much of a background in science yourself? Well that's the thing, I kind of dropped science when I finished 10, so I went into year 11 and 12 high school, I kind of dropped science and so I've always had a fascination with You would drop acid, it's not like no, I, don't, no, no, no. I, just, I, I took I yeah, oh my God, I did 12 milligrams of physics right in the eye. Oh my God, that chemistry was just so bad. <laughs> we are all at science stock and everyone took the bad chemistry, it was so bad. We Back. Yeah, listen to the brown noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've always had a fascination with it and how the world works and how the universe works. And so, with this opportunity come up, I've worked with RIOs, the company that puts this on in association with the BBC before, yeah. on a show called Mind Matters, where myself and a neuroscientist travel around country Victoria talking about the latest developments in neuroscience. And that's always fascinating for me to. I kind of find myself with this show as well. Is I'm I'm like a companion in Doctor Who. Yeah. I, I'm the voice for the audience. I can literally be. They're going, what does that mean, Doctor? You're the dumb yeah. guy out the front. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm the eye candy. I like to use the word <laughs> eye candy, okay? Yeah. You right. use dumb, I use attractive companion. Right. I right. will be posing naked with a Dalek like Katie Manning, but yeah. <laughs> wow, that's a... Um, okay, Very specific for you there. So. Okay, yes. oh, that's uh, better than posing naked with the Yeti. <laughs> oh, but they'd be so warm. That's right. Big hugs, lots of hugs. Yeah. Hands all over the place. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. So you, how did you, how did you fall backwards into this? I mean, I'm not taking away the fact that we do it well, <laughs> but, but seriously, that's like to me, that would be the best job in the world. Well, I, I, like I said, I did the RIOs show, and the woman behind it, Lisa Bailey, when we were there, she said, "You know what we should do?" She recognised the fact that I kind of look like David Tennant. For those of you that don't know, yeah, um, he does. He, I look like the guy who played the 10th Doctor, David Tennant, despite the fact I don't have his success or sex appeal or the fact 
that he has a gorgeous wife who just con- constantly pops out babies. Um, is it, are, you, are you married or in a relationship? I am. I'm married so to my beautiful wife. Who's, who's probably... Who's, Hello. That's a personal question. <laughs> what? Wow. Well, he's popping out babies. No, 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 no Georgia oh, Moffat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, <laughs> not my wife. No, I was about to say, because you just can... Anyway, I'm sure your wife's beautiful and lovely and wonderful. Yes, and the, the main thing I love about her is that she thinks David Tennant is absolutely hideous. Oh, oh nice. the perfect sure woman. Yeah. He does. She says <laughs> he, he does. looks like a weasel and he's got a rat face. And oh. she says, you look gorgeous, Rob. Oh, so, and then I pay her the money and then oh. we've got the ha- happy relationship. <laughs> so, yeah, we were doing, the, doing Mind Matters and the woman who organised it, Lisa Bailey, recognised I look like David Tennant. And she said, you know what we should do? A show called The Science of Doctor Who. And, you know, and everyone laughed. Everyone probably went, <laughs> the BBC would never let that happen. And the BBC let it happen. That, that's what amazes me. <laughs> we, we happen to run into... Dr. Paul Willis, yes. who we've interviewed on the podcast before for Diet Dinosaurs, and and that's my first question to him is how? Because the BBC and Doctor Who, they're like back off. That's their thing. Like, yeah. You know, the Doctor Who's like, a lot of money in Doctor Who. It's like well, number one, do not pose naked with any. <laughs> not anymore. Not Yetis, <laughs> not Daleks, not Rutans. That's right. Um, and pose. Well, basically, they came and saw the show, and they saw that it was a celebration. There was not making fun of it. It wasn't a dry science lecture. There was a lot of interactive elements. To it. It was a fun way of engaging families. That's what Doctor Who's all about now, is getting young people and not just old fans connected with the show. And that's what our show is about. Everyone from 12 up can experience this show and enjoy it and learn something from it. So, so yeah. what, what things, what rough areas of science do you talk about? We're looking at time travel, obviously. We look mm-hmm. at uh, how the TARDIS is bigger on the inside. Mm. We look at... And Georgia Moffat. <laughs> Georgia Moffat, yeah. yeah. You want to do... <laughs> <laughs> we look at teleportation, we look at black holes, we look at robotics, cybernetics, parallel universes, oh. all this, because Doctor Who's been around 50 years and they explored everything that was plants? like a forefront. Did you giant plants? We, we, Deadly well, plants? That's, that's what Paul's really annoyed with, that we haven't explored dinosaurs. Right, oh. So, but uh, we can't explore that because we just get up and say dinosaurs are awesome. Yes. That's a scientific yeah. fact. Then you can spend an hour just talking about how awesome yeah, they are. We just they, watched dinosaurs on the spaceship. Awesome. Yeah, they yes. were. Yeah. 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 Now they're all fantastic. <laughs> they're very feathered and Lovely. Yes. Very uh, cuddly. Thank you, Professor Paul Willis. Their <laughs> nature's cabaret dancers now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> much more feathers and boas. Yes. I, I, I get that a lot. Yes. If they, re, if they, they are doing a new Jurassic yeah. Park. They're doing Jurassic World, and I think that'd be more... Let's think of like a, you know, a great uh, Steven Spielberg film mixed with uh, The, the Birdcage. I think it's going to okay. be great. It's, it's Priscilla, Queen of Jurassic Park. <laughs> I think. No, no, no. They've actually said they're normal, and Honestly, though, they've come out and said, we know the science says that they're feathered. We're not, they're not going to be feathered. Yeah. We, they've created a brand, yeah. and they they're going to be tiled in, yeah, yeah. in carbonite. <laughs> they, 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 they know what a Velociraptor looks like. They spent a lot of money. They've changed yeah. it. So, I, I guess the most important science thing is how can certain scientific things be changed using the power of love, which seems to be a very mm, common thing mm, in Doctor mm. Who. Well, the power of love seems to be an incredible well, catalyst. Well, to quote one of my favor, famous and favourite doctors of all time, Dr. Huey Lewis, uh, <laughs> the power of love is a curious thing. It makes one man weep, makes another man sing, chains a hawk to a little white dove. More than the feeling, it's the power of love. So he made a thesis. That was a thesis. <laughs> that whole song that was in Back to the Future was his thesis. Dr. Lewis. <laughs> Dr. Huey Lewis. Very, very, very. Yes, of his uh, less popular uh, 
follow-up to sports science. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> sciences. Sports science, sciences. Science. Mm. So you've got three scientists on there. We do. We have a rotating system. We have Dr. Ali Ford, Dr. Martin White, Dr. Alan Duffy, and David Jennings, who's in the process of becoming a doctor. And we rotate the cast around. So up here in Brisbane at the moment, is we've got Dr. Alan Duffy. Alan Duffy. Is Dr. Alan Duffy the one who's on television recently in the morning show and then everyone swooned? Ah, oh, I saw that. He was just there for the audience. He might not have seen it. He went, he went on some uh, ABC and was talking about... Um, you can't remember why? Because you're too busy looking too at him. He was but too beautiful. Was, he, he's such a handsome man. And but people actually, and it broke... ABC with a very staid, you know, hello, we're ABC News. They actually, the lady on the ABC News was like, he was gorgeous. And it kept going back. And it came to a point where they actually, she, she cut back and she said, I'm very sorry, I had been sexualizing this man and I'm, I'm very sorry, I will stop doing that now. Obviously someone was like, stop talking about how beautiful he is. It's weird. We are not Channel 10. We, we can't do this. So obviously he, he, he I'm, I'm looking forward to this now. I'm very excited now. It's like, it's going to be a smorgasbord. Yeah, where, where ABC can't sexualize him, I most certainly do. <laughs> right. <laughs> On stage? Yeah. <laughs> in, in a PG rated Oh, good, yeah. good. Okay. So do, do these doctors each have their specialities or they, yeah, well, if well, you're rotating them out, they're, they're talking, they're stepping on each other's turf. Mo, yeah, mo, well, most of them are uh, physicists, and Ali Ford is a bioastronomer. So, but they're all there with their own. Bioastronomer. Yeah, that's what they're there to, the... to deal with, like life on other planets. Oh, I see. Right, so, yeah, right, okay. yeah. Xenobiologist kind of thing. Or kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's going other. Oh, second, she has a much better title. Yes, that's it's an cool. awesome title. <laughs> so hopefully she inspires the new bioastronomers out there to take the reins. For all those jobs for bioastronomers. Well, it's, it's a growth industry. <laughs> At one point, it's really going to pick up. <laughs> the, only, the only way to get it actually is to fight the, the doctor with, not the doctor, but Dr. Ali with, uh, with a stick. Yes. Okay. It's this one role. Very scientific way of doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's so a science it's, stick. It's the Joker way. Snap it. Whoever <laughs> wants it more gets, the, gets to kill each other. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm making it sound awful. I'm sorry. I'm sure there Science will... is a very, it's a jungle out there. Okay. <laughs> it's a harsh, it's a harsh mistress. So are you absorbing a lot of science in the green room? Mm. Is there a lot of science discussion? It's a weird thing. On stage, it's all about science, but backstage there... It's all drugs. It's, it's drug it's, use and hook. It's, it's, very seriously, we're, 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 we're sniffing chemistry and, oh, don't say that. and, and uh, physics off each other's oh, stomachs. Oh, See good. what I did? I brought it back there. Uh, improvising background. Basically, on stage, it's all science, but backstage, it's all about Doctor Who. So <laughs> I'm asking them all the questions on stage about science, and backstage, they're asking me all questions about Doctor Who canon. Oh, That's why it's my little thing that these three incredibly intelligent people are there going, how does he know so much? It's incredible. It's wonderful. And Alan Duffy, goes, and Alan Duffy goes, he's just so beautiful. So oh, nice. I may have just made that part up. That's right. it. No one, what happens in the green room stays, stays in the green room. Yeah. And yeah. so are you a uh, contributor to tardis.wikia.com then? I am not. You're no, not? No, I have not. scavenger. I just, yeah, I just scavenge off that stuff, so... <laughs> I don't even know what it is. <laughs> None of us do. He thinks the lady does protest too much. <laughs> you could comment, but I possibly did. So what's been your highlight from this whole thing? I mean, how many times have you done this so far? We just finished our third show. Mm -hmm. So we're about to do our fourth one here in Brisbane, and then we move on to Sydney, Adelaide, and Melbourne. Oh, um, so it starts off so nice and warm and friendly. And then we get colder and, and colder <laughs> and drearier. It's just like <laughs> filming in a quarry. Um, <laughs> uh, we basically... Uh, 
what, what I love most is how much the audience gets involved. They get to go onto their iPhones or their Samsungs or their Androids or their pads and be involved answering questions, be involved in trying to figure out whether companions run or fight. We do a monster See, I smackdown. I my iPad at Macbeth recently and I got in trouble. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's great. It's, it's, it's Shakespeare is so old school. Yeah, so we've stopped all over yours. So, so where are you again? So. Basically, audience interaction is the key. Like, they get to call out stuff, they get to be involved, they get to decide who's the ultimate evil in the universe, and that type of stuff is so great. So you've done three? three we do, we've done has three. Has it always been the same evil? Well, look, yeah, there's, there's this unstoppable force, man. The the Daleks are, mm. like, are like Manchester United back in the 90s. It's it's quite terrifying. So hopefully at one of these shows we might have, you know, the Weeping Angels that mm. I represent mm. are very popular, uh, but yeah, putting them up against the classics, they're coming up a bit short. So. Yeah, yeah, must be it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of it really, really. The war machine. That's, just a, that's what, you know, just a, a box. Sure, you don't want a mechanoid? <laughs> just a big crystal <laughs> sphere? That's <laughs> scary. It's just scary, man. It has to be the master. That's my thing. It has to be the master. Yeah, well, he'll come back. He, he will. You can't just kill him. But we're looking at monsters for this. So he's not oh, really a I monster. See. He's uh, more just a villain. He's, oh, I, oh, okay. We're, we're, we're going into is, semantics oh, now. Fine. That's oh. racist. He's, <laughs> he's, I, think, I think he's a monster. I think he, he was, oh. I think, I think he was a monster. Some incarnations. I, I think you know, John Sims' interpretation was quite monstrous. I, look, 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 let's be careful here because his first appearance, I really loved. His yeah, yeah. And then he got, he went, Funny. He did. He, he did went, devour all the scenery. Yeah, he did. But the first time he turned up, he was pretty amazing. I thought he was a great master. Yeah, yeah. More Jacoby. Why can't we have a mini series of the master as Jacoby well, running around? Well, there have been rumours that the master may be back in the new series with Capaldi, and there has been rumours about Charles Dance. Oh, yeah. oh, Tywin. Tywin. Oh, no, that'd be terrifying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he just gives you a stare off. Capaldi staring at dance. And an hour of just like that's and, and fusion erupting between them. Four intense eyes. <laughs> no, I couldn't. Ow. You don't even need to shoot anything other than just the eyes. <laughs> that's an hour of. They've they already got that for the, they had that in the. Just from the still shot, from the day <laughs> of the doctor. Right. Yeah. Oh, that'd be ter- I, would actually, that, I hope that comes through. Dancing Capaldi. That's, oh. my, that's my wish. That's my Christmas oh, that, wish. Oh, I'm actually very excited now. Yeah, if it's. Yeah, but yeah. Oh. Anyone else so now failed? Is Sorry. there any other science that you feel has been uh, missed out? in this show. There's obviously time travel and all the big Yeah, we have. There. People have been asking us why haven't we explored a sonic screwdriver. That's, mm. that's been oh, asked quite a few times. And yeah, it is a good one, especially like what the original concept of the sonic screwdriver was, mm. using sound to open up doors. Yes. And so we don't really explore it in the magic science wand. of Doctor Who because now it's a magic wand. Yeah, yeah, going, this is the science, not the magic of yeah. Doctor Who. Do you talk about regeneration? Yes, yes oh, we good. do. Yeah, good. We, do, we do explore that and how you know, it's actually connected, connected with the reality. Because yeah, yeah. So, that's one of the more outlandish things yeah. that started as a convenient way of replacing the lead actor. Yes, Mr. Hartnell had some terrible degenerative disease. He, he did, he did, yes. he did. He didn't want to go, and he loved the show so much, and he like he knew every part of the oh. TARDIS and what it meant to do. <laughs> and so when other directors would come on, like they do it in an Adventure in Space and Time, the dramatisation, but it was actually true. Other directors would come on and just go, oh, whatever, just switch Blink, a lever. Yeah. And he'd go, no, this lever opens that door, and this is what helps with here and here and here. <laughs> and he really cared about it. And that's, uh, that's beautiful. And I think yep. that's what Tennant and I think even Matt Smith, they said mm. they needed to know what every... So when they do it, yeah. they're not just pulling it randomly. They go, "This is what it I works." I think Capaldi was because Capaldi's an old Doctor Who fan. He's as well. not only mm. an old fan; he yes. is the fan. Yes, yes. Everyone talks about David Tennant being mm. this obsessive Doctor Who fan. Mm. He kept it quite secret. But Peter Capaldi, when he was a kid, he pestered the BBC. <laughs> that letter that they showed, that, pe- yes. that letter they showed off from the Radio Times, they go, "Oh, that's so beautiful." He wrote hundreds <laughs> of letters. <laughs> Literally, Barry Letts, who was the producer at the time, going, "We've got to get this mad kid from Scotland on the show because he." 
will not stop. <laughs> he caused nerd wards within the UK Doctor Who fan club. Okay, and now he's got the ultimate payback. Now he's the Doctor. Yes. He gets to be the Doctor. Right to open the doors. Beautiful. Okay, we'll let you go. That's fine. That's fine. Look, it's very, obviously, you have more important things to do. We've run out of time, which is ironic. <laughs> thing what we're talking about here. Or if we run out of space, any fans of... Inspector Space Time. I just love that. Yes, yes, very good. I was going to wear that shirt tonight and I didn't. Oh. No, I, I thought, given us with Doctor Who shirts, I, I washed it and I couldn't put on a community shirt. I was like, missed it by that much. Oh, yeah. I would have been cool. I would have been cool, Dan. Anyway. Would have. Rob, thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for your time. When's it on? How long is it on for? Uh, We're only here for tonight in Brisbane, but we are down to Sydney next. Everything can be on our website, which is rios.org.au forward slash Doctor Who. Thank you very much, Rob. Absolute pleasure. Thank you very much to Rob Lloyd. You have been listening to Dan at smartenough.org. And also, Greg, make sure that you... Oh, look, you know everything. Facebook, Twitter, forums, iTunes. Don't bother posting anywhere. Don't do anything. We will be back very, very soon with episode 69. You're not going to miss out. It's just going to be a tiny bit late. And as we always like to say, never pose nude with a Doctor Who villain. We'll lean in. We'll lean so in. Let's talk about the kiss. It's going to be great. That's good. Three-way kiss. It's, it's awesome. A, oh, it's like high school. Wait, hang on. I said too much. <laughs> hang on. Yep. Gregoire, I'm writing it down. <laughs> and Dan Beeston. Beeston, yes. Beast. Beast on. Beast on. Should. I know. Ah. Uh, no. Are uh, uh, smart enough to know better. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, ah. Uh. Smarter. I'm very tired. I've just done two two-hour shows in one day. Uh, smarter enough. Enough to know better. Smart enough. Yes. To know better. Okay, that you can actually hear the sound. That's me writing it down. Okay, are we ready to record? Okay, okay, okay. Hi, my name's Rob Lloyd, host of The Science of Doctor Who, and Gregoire and Dan Beeston are smart enough to know better. Perfect. Thank you very much. Oh, gosh, that was nice. I'm so, I'm so sorry to drop that on you. Uh-huh.